and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and chemistry whiz, Ellen Fidian, is talking to us about core flute recycling, with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who loves to exercise her democratic rights. So with election season comes the traditional hanging of posters as candidates of all stripes advertise themselves. And a great deal of these posters are made from core flute, a light, cheap, durable sort of plastic, which makes it ideal for outdoor signs. So the question is, how recyclable is core flute and what other uses does it have? Ellen, tell us everything you've ever known about core flute and more. (laughs) This is going to be a fairly short podcast, a fairly long podcast. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) So the posters that everyone's seeing stuck up on every single thing, advertising every candidate at the moment, are mostly made of this stuff called core flute, which is um, it's an officially like branded material. It's made by an Australian company called Corex. So So it's like the the Velcro of the... um poster world yeah yeah yeah. political parties in other countries uh use the same stuff but call it different things but in australia it's pretty much referred to as core flute even if corex is not making it sure it's a very cheap plastic material it's super durable um and it's very light so it's made of these two layers of a plastic called polypropylene Mm -hmm. with air in between so it makes it kind of ideal poster material because it's cheap it it can outlast anything um, and it's really easy to stick up on a wall. So I guess the thing, because it's made of plastic, I guess one of the first things that I'd want to know about is probably the manufacture, but then also the recycling, because I feel like we're trying mm. to move away from plastics maybe. And then, you know, because there are some, you know, we've got all these plastics yeah. and depending on the little number written in the recycling sign, sometimes we don't recycle those numbers in Australia. Indeed, what, indeed. Yeah, what's Corfoot doing? Yeah. So so polypropylene is is a five in the little triangle. Um, That's a bad one, right? That's too many. <laughs> No, well, so it's not so much what it's actually made of is it as the structure it's made into. Right. So hard polypropylene is used in like ice cream containers and stuff, and that's recyclable. Oh, okay, sure. But core flute's not because it's softer, and so it doesn't like get chewed up nicely by industrial recyclers. Um, so you can't recycle it in curbside bins. Is basically the upshot. Sort of like when you, just like other soft plastics, you can collect them and there are places you can drop them off, but you shouldn't be putting them in your normal recycling, basically. Yeah, yeah. So so the structure means it can't go in the curbside bin. The chemistry of it, the polypropylene, is the thing that makes it hard to recycle industrially. So I spoke to a small recycling company in Melbourne, Precious Plastic, and they told me that it's actually a relatively difficult plastic to recycle thermally because it lets off a lot of fumes when it's being heated. So there are a whole bunch of safety considerations you have to take into account, basically. It's just not as simple as other types of plastic, like um, polyethylene. You know, it's doable, but it's actually quite tricky. So there aren't that many places around the country that recycle core flute um, that easily. So is this bad to be using for these kinds of – I mean, I know that in the election these posters go up in huge everywhere, numbers. Everywhere, everywhere, yeah. Well, um, so Corex, the company that sells commercial core flute, they do recycle their posters and they have a program. So you can send the okay. posters back to Corex. The main issue is actually not so much the core flute, though. It's the stuff around it. So like metal eyelets, stakes, zip ties, all of the things that sure. attach the – sign to like everything and the stickers particularly you don't have to have a sticker on a core flute sign you can just print directly onto it but 
that means it's single use only. Sure. If you're using a sticker at all, then it's a complex material and basically you can't recycle that. There's there's really not much you can do about it. From my understanding, that's a lot of our problems with recycling, right? Even yeah. if you think of a coffee cup, like technically you can't because, I mean, the, the cardboard itself is fine, but then you've got this wax coating or you've got something to make it waterproof and that actually adds this level of difficulty. So, it's, so essentially it's the same thing happening, but even worse because you add like metal and stickers in there and it becomes much harder to deal with. Exactly. It's the it's the purity of the materials much yeah. more than the materials themselves that makes it so hard to deal with. So with this in mind, I actually got in touch with all of the major political parties in Australia and a few independents as well, oh, just to wow. see what they did with their core flutes. Because yeah. I thought if it's tricky to recycle, you don't necessarily want your face ending up in landfill. That's the sort of thing that like ends very badly for a political candidate. And 100%. you don't see any photos of that. So I assume something's happening to these and now I'm excited as to what their answer was as to whether or not I should vote for them. Do they care about the environment of recycling? This is I like this. We're learning about core flute recycling, but we're also learning about who cares. I'm going to be honest. I do actually think that they probably have more important things to focus on at the moment than what well, they like the do with their signage. Yeah, yeah. and um, that's why I'm not that upset that most of the major parties either said, mm, that's a state or an individual candidate problem or just didn't get back to me. Sure. Um, because, you know, they have, you know, climate change to talk about other policies. And it's also all of the states are, and territories in Australia have different rules about how, where you're allowed to put signs up. So that leads to huge variation in how much okay. you can print and all of that sort of thing. So it makes sense that it's an individual candidate thing. I did get a response from a couple of independents, though. So Andrew Wilkie, who's the independent for Clark in Tasmania, he yeah. said that the core flutes are reused. Um, and so can campaign to campaign, they just reuse the same signs over and over again, which So you want sense. your headshot to be really good for that first print yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. You make sure your name's spelled correctly, all oh, of those sorts true. of things. Nice smile, nice shirt, mm. correct spelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for ones that were damaged beyond repair or not reusable, he looks for uses for them. He said last election campaign he gave a bunch of damaged core flutes to a family to put under their floorboards to use as insulation, which oh, I think wow. is really cute. That is really sweet. And that, so that's another use of core flute is um, yeah. insulation under your floorboards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, again, very light, very cheap, makes sense. Yeah. Helen Haynes, who's the independent for Indi, which is in northeastern Victoria, she also reuses her core fleets as much as possible. Um, and at the moment, one of her volunteers is repainting them and turning them into these cockatoos to, to um, symbolise her campaign. That's apparently a big deal in Indi. Um, and they're also sending a bunch of them back to their printers for recycling. So okay. they do think about this sort of thing. My favourite story I came across was after the Northern Territories election in 2016, a bunch of ABC radio hosts got together and made a boat out of core flute that had been donated by um, candidates, mostly candidates from the country Liberal Party, who just <laughs> suffered an extreme wipeout in the election. So and they, they weren't needing their posters ever yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. That's really clever, though, because it's got the whole, yeah, you've got the sort of the pieces and you've got these sort of tubes of air inside. That sounds like a yeah. great boat material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, light, um, durable, so yeah, perfect for a boat. They called it the SS opposition and it did sail, which I thought was really cute. Oh, I'm going to look, I'm sure that exists on the internet. I'm going to look at that later. Mm. Now, the recycling company I spoke to, Precious Plastics, said that 
ultimately probably what you want to do is look at alternatives to the core flute. Obviously, they figured out other uses for these things, but it's plastic and if you're only using it every three years, there's probably other things you could do. There is paper and card you can get that's recyclable and treated to be weatherproof. It's much more expensive than core flute, which is why candidates mostly don't use it. The most sensible option seems to me to be reusable plastic sleeves or frames that you can stick posters in. Lots of other businesses do that. So, you know, it would be more expensive the first time round, but assuming you're going to campaign more than once, it, it would sink the cost pretty quickly. Yeah, okay, that sounds like a good idea because, yeah, I think we've become more aware, obviously, that plastics aren't the best things to be continued. I mean, we're gonna, are we going to run out, tell me, as a chemist, Ellen, are <laughs> we going to run out of things to create plastics out of? Well, we make plastic from oil. and Well, like, that's what I <laughs> If we've got it, I'm, I'm just going to, I don't know, but off the top of my head, if we have enough oil to, like, sink the global carbon budget 10 or 15 times, ah. however many times we're supposed to, I'm pretty sure we probably have enough to keep making plastic. Okay, but we shouldn't, and that's what we're saying we here shouldn't. today. We, we definitely shouldn't. shouldn't. And you can make plastic out of other stuff too. Yeah, I remember that. I think corn. Corn mm, was one yeah. that I, I drank from a lot of corn cups at Womat. That was actually the first plastic ever made was made from cotton and nitric acid. So, Oh, yeah. cool. you got well, options. Then, we've got options. We've got options that aren't core flute. So all of the politicians listening at home today, I'll just we implore you just to think about maybe using some alternatives to core flute. Absolutely. So there you have it. Thank you for listening and be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Ever wondered how old the Earth is and how we know? Or exactly how popping candy works? From Listener and Cosmos Magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions, big and small. No lab coats required. And we'll do it in 10 minutes or less. Search Huh? Science Explained. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.